welcome to Cradio's Catholic News Update for Tuesday the 27th of March. Pope Benedict XVI has arrived in Cuba. He has begun his three-day visit there with a call for greater freedom and human rights, including increased liberty for the Catholic Church to proclaim the gospel and serve the Cuban people. After flying from Mexico, the Pope was greeted at the airport in Santiago de Cuba on Monday local time by President Raul Castro and a formal salute of 21 cannon blasts. Crowds began arriving along the Pope's motorcade route at around 10 a.m. By 11.30, many of the streets of Santiago de Cuba were human rivers. At the arrival ceremony, the Pope told the crowd, I come to Cuba as a pilgrim of charity to confirm my brothers and sisters in the faith and strengthen them in the hope which is born of the presence of God's love in our lives. He said the visit in 1998 of Blessed John Paul II left an indelible mark on the soul of all Cubans and was like a gentle breeze of fresh air which gave new strength to the church in Cuba. After the visit 14 years ago, the government began granting concessions for public processions, gave the church some access to media, eased the process for visas for foreign church personnel, and helped restore some older church buildings. Pope Benedict told Castro that Blessed John Paul II's visit inaugurated a new phase in the relationship in Cuba between church and state in a new spirit of cooperation and trust. But he also said many areas remain in which greater progress can and ought to be made, especially as regards the indispensable public contribution that religion is called to make in the life of society. The Vatican has long asked the Cuban government for the freedom to run schools, to build new churches, to provide spiritual assistance to prisoners, and for church institutions, especially Catholic charities, to be given full legal recognition. Speaking of the hopes and aspirations of the island's people, the Pope twice referred to all Cubans wherever they may be, a reference that included Cuban exiles and emigrants. He said he carried in his heart their sufferings and their joys, their concerns and their noblest desires, those of the young and the elderly, of adolescents and children, of the sick and workers, of prisoners and their families, and of the poor and those in need. Pope Benedict acknowledged the economic difficulties experienced by the vast majority of Cubans. In talking about the economic challenges facing Cuba, Pope Benedict did not mention the US economic embargo, which has been in place since 1962, and which the Vatican repeatedly has criticized as a measure that harms the Cuban, the Cuban people. Instead, the Pope spoke about the moral and ethical failures that he believes caused the global financial crisis. Pope Benedict told Cuba's communist president and the nation's people that recovering their historic religious and cultural values was the key to building a future marked by freedom and prosperity. The Pope said that he would kneel at the shrine of Our Lady of Charity of El Cobre, Cuba's patroness, to thank Mary for her concern for all her Cuban children and to ask her to guide the future of this beloved nation in the ways of justice, peace, freedom and reconciliation. In his speech welcoming the Pope, Castro railed against the United States and told the Pope that his government shares many ideas with the Catholic Church, particularly regarding peace and the need for an economic system marked by solidarity. He said the Cuban constitution guarantees full religious freedom for all citizens, and on that basis the government keeps good relations with all religions and religious institutions in our country. On the global economy, Castro said that instead of solidarity, a systematic crisis is spreading, provoked by irrational consumption in affluent societies, where a few take all the wealth, depriving the poor, the hungry, the untreated sick and the unemployed of what they need. Materialism, selfishness, 
The corruption of politics and the lack of true democracy are evils in our time, he told the Pope. On these and other topics, our ideas coincide with yours. Castro told the Pope that all Cubans, believers and non-believers alike, were celebrating the 400th anniversary of Our Lady of Charity and that the celebrations were a source of unity for the country. After meeting Castro, the Pope went by Pope-mobile from the airport to the residence of Archbishop Dionisio Garcia Ibanez of Santiago de Cuba. Crowds, mainly children and teens, lined the six-mile route and cheered, clapped and waved Vatican and Cuba flags. And H2O News has put together a short explanation of the significance of Our Lady of Charity of El Cobre. Our Lady of Charity of El Cobre is the patron saint of Cuba. Her shrine is 27 kilometers from Santiago de Cuba, in the village of El Cobre, which has mostly worked copper for more than four centuries. The devotion to the Virgin of Charity began in the early 17th century. It is said that there were three men, two natives, and a young Afro-Cuban of about 10, who reportedly found this statue in 1612, when it floated in on the waters of the Bay of Nipe. The words, I am the Virgin of Charity, were inscribed on its base. The Virgin is depicted with the infant Jesus resting on her arm and with a cross in her right hand. First placed in the village of Barawagua, it was then moved permanently to the village of El Cobra, where the inhabitants in 1648 built her first chapel. But gradually the chapel was enlarged and in 1680 became a church. The reputation of the miraculous Virgin extends to the whole island, attracting the devotion of all its inhabitants without distinction, whether white, mestizo, indigenous, mulatto or Afro-Cuban, all come to implore her intervention. Flowers are always blossoming around the shrine. It lies on a hill and you have to climb 240 stairs to reach it. Inside, the Chapel of Miracles houses the ex-votos that all those who have obtained a grace from the Virgin have left there. Above the high altar of the basilica, the Virgin and Child Jesus each bear a golden crown. The image of St. Mary points us to the religious syncretism of the Cubans. The natives assimilate her with Atabi, the native goddess, and African Oshun, the goddess mistress of water. For Cubans, the Virgin is also a patriotic symbol. It is before this image of the Virgin that on May the 19th, 1801, the decree of the king was read, granting freedom to slaves who worked the copper mines of El Cobre. And it is here, in 1868, during the War of Independence, that separatist rebels, the Mamba, placed themselves in the hands of the Virgin, Mambisa, so that she give them victory against the Spanish forces. And here again, the fighters of the Army of Liberation after independence officially celebrated her birthday on September the 8th, 1898. Our Lady of Charity was declared patroness of Cuba by Benedict XV on May the 10th, 1916, at the request of the veterans of the War of Independence. A few years later, in 1927, the statue, 18 centimetres high, was carried into a much larger sanctuary, and in 1936, she was solemnly crowned by a delegation from Pope Pius XI. Later, after the victory of the Revolution of 1959, relations between the Church and the Communist government became came strained. 
but the National Shrine of Our Lady of El Cobra was still elevated to a minor basilica in 1977 by Pope Paul VI. In 1998, John Paul II came to Santiago de Cuba and visited the Shrine of the Virgin. There he crowned this most holy Marian image, Queen and Patroness of Cuba. Finally, in August 2010, after 51 years of absence, the Virgin of El Cobra is again taken in procession through the streets of Cuba, a symbol of devotion, patriotism and reconciliation. In keeping with the usual Marian devotion, on September the 8th, pilgrims flock to the shrine with flowers and candles. Some limit themselves to prayer, others climb the stairs on their knees to the basilica, and others take the arm of a family member with a disability. The faithful bring with them small stones containing particles of copper, a symbol of protection and love of their Holy Mother, Queen and Patroness of Cuba. Messenger of peace come from the sea, floating on the water, you are the mother of all Cubans. We come to you, Holy Mother of God, to honor you with our childlike love. In your motherly heart we deposit our anxieties and hopes, our sorrows and our petitions. For our torn country, so that we come all together to rebuild peace and harmony. And that's today's Catholic News Update. Thanks very much for listening. Speak to you again tomorrow.